Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Rose of Sharon radio broadcast, where you are destined to smell the sweet aroma of the truth in accordance with Ephesians 4.15. Guaranteed to make you free to lead the abundant life till it overflows. The time is now and the person is you. So sit back, relax, grab your Bible, some paper and a pen, as we welcome our host, Sharon Green. That's the first time I've heard unmuted, so maybe it's just that I was not unmuted. <laughs> you should be able to hear me now. <laughs> not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, but that was the first time I heard the words unmuted, so I'm pretty sure that was the situation that was going on a few minutes ago. Let me just verify that. Let me know you can hear me, and then we'll get this thing moving forward. All right, good stuff, good stuff. So, good Good evening, everyone. Good evening. 
This is Sharon Green, and you're listening to the Rose of Sharon Show on the Survival Radio Christian Network, where each week we speak the truth and love, and tonight is no different. It's always an honor to serve in this capacity. It's always a blessing to be able to fulfill the Father's will in the earth, and I am so grateful to do so along with you. And so on tonight is no different, which is why we're going to talk about the church. Yeah, just that one word along, how it's such a great indication of how we take things and put it in our natural understanding, and then we move forward as if it is the will of our Father, when it's truly, it is our will, our teaching, our understanding that has put us in a position to have belief in something that may or may not be accurate. And so now, let's see, I'm not sure what's going on on Facebook. I don't know. That seems to always, for whatever reason, be take a sweet time <laughs> engaging. But we're going to keep it moving while we can because this is such a great opportunity, not just for um, us to talk about the word, to talk about the presence, to talk about the person, but to actually be so engaged in the unity, the unity of the saints, the faithfulness of our assignment, and most importantly, the presence of our Father. It is totally his will to have a family. It always has been his will to have a family, to be a part of a unified entity of unconditional love. And I would say it's very, very hard to have unconditional love when you have conditions. <laughs> so, matter of fact, I don't even think that's the right word for it. It's probably impossible to have unconditional love when you have conditions. And so on tonight, I pray that we come together for such a time as this in order to unify and get on one accord and have expectation of just the manifestation of our Father's love. Such a, I don't know, you know, cause because it is a spiritual thing, it's not a natural thing. It just has a natural beauty about it that has to be good. It has a, a natural, um, I don't know, just expectation of just the unifying of the saints, for the coming together, for the engagement of... I don't even know how to explain it. I just know that there is an expectation. There's an expectation that we should all have of being able to truly fulfill the Father's love, truly being able to just go forward and manifest his will in the earth. Not our will, not our timing, not our purpose, not our ministry, but just fulfilling the Father's will in the earth. It is a blessing in and of itself just to do so with just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain that. I just know that it's good. It's all good. It has no choice but to be good. His his will is manifesting regardless of whether or not we choose to do so. I would pray that you would choose to, to do so as opposed to waiting for approval as opposed to waiting for um, a certificate or agree or being able to step into the bountiful goodness of his presence, waiting for someone else to give you permission. So that's what we're going to talk about 
the church. I was kind of making sure that you can at least write that in because I want to do something a little bit different, and that is we're going to actually go to a few things from the Bible. Because when I say they're talking about the church, it, that is one topic of discussion that is evident. <laughs> it's evident how natural reasoning makes things seem a certain way. But the reality of life in Christ as he is, is at hand. And so you can't even enjoy salvation without understanding the spiritual principles that the Father has already provided for us to know and to facilitate and to expect and to share and to, mm, I don't even know how to, uh, things in the spirit, think about it. Things in the spirit are totally the opposite of a natural person's thoughts. And so when you know something is good God's way, it's totally different than what we expect is good man's way. So we can't even make the two one because they're not. They're not one. And so on tonight, I pray that you join me, and you're welcome to do so at 563-999-3084. That's 563-999-3084. Come on, jump in the queue. Come on, and let's do this thing together. Let's be conduits of life. Let's be vessels of love. Let's be unified and on one accord. Most importantly, let's be obedient to the leading of the Spirit of God. Let's do it God's way and stop trying to fulfill man's expectations. Stop trying to do it the way we thought it should be done. Let's do it the way the Father ordained from the foundation of time. He's called a family into existence. He's called us to a unified body. So on tonight is the night to continue to grow up in all things into him who is the head. That's none other than our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's not me, it's not my will, it's not my words, it's not my way. It is totally, completely about obedience to the Father's will. So, hey, so the church, let's talk about it. Do you see yourself as the church or did you go to church today? Which one was it? You got to at least know this. Do you see yourself as the church or did you go to church today? Because there is a difference. And what is that difference? What is the difference? Like I said, you dial in, because I don't know Facebook, we've been fighting. <laughs> we truly have been fighting. If you dial in, you can do so at 563-999-3084. That is 563-999-3084. Press 1. Get in the queue. And let's talk about it, because we've made the word an inanimate building, an object, a place where we go, an event, a circumstance, as opposed to a living vessel, a conduit of life, a purposeful entity of living people inside of the sun. Something, something about that just, 
I don't know, because we have been trained a certain way. I understand that wholeheartedly. I do. I understand that we have been trained. I understand that we grew up with an expectation that God works for us. He does not. (laughs) He does not work for us. He will not fulfill what we think he should be doing. He's already purposed his will in and through his son. He's given us his his spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. Yes, he has. So what is the problem right now that we cannot fulfill his assignment? There is none. So when you when you know that, if I why is the father's will not being fulfilled? It's not his fault. <laughs> It just is not his fault. So if it's not his fault, when are we going to take responsibility for our actions, for our um, commitment to life, and have an expectation that our Father's will is made known because we decided to obey? Not me. I said we because we decided to obey. He's not working through any man. He's working through his son. I know that's kind of hard to grasp, but the will of the Father is being made known through his son. God so loved the world that he gave his son. God so loved the world that he gave his son. And so as much as we want to take credit, as much as we want our activities and our actions and our beliefs and our prayers and our fasting and our relationships to be the, um, I don't know how to explain it, to be the thing, to be the people that God is using. No, he's using his son. So if you don't even see yourself in the son, how much do you think you're really being used? If you're not even being taught by the teacher who teaches us all things, how wise are you really? Just like I had to ask myself these questions, you have to ask yourself. How wise am I when the Holy Spirit is on the inside of me, the teacher is on the inside of me, and yet I do not even talk to him? What is wrong with that scenario? Like the gift of life is in me, but I have chosen to look externally for a solution. How insulting is that truly? Just, just thoughts that I pray that, you know, we all get. How insulting is it truly to know that the Father is in me, yet I don't even talk to him? Well, his spirit is in me. He is with me, and the spirit and the Father and the word are one. But I don't talk to them. So if I don't talk to them, who's giving me instructions? So when we talk about this word, the church, and I just put the, but it's just church. Church, and I say this every week, the body of Christ. Church, the body of Christ. Many members, every joint must do its part. And so if it's the church, the body of Christ, when did he become a building? When did he become a building? So here's some research that you may have not done because, you know, this is one of those things that we don't get taught, so we don't think to do this. So don't believe me. Do this for yourself, especially those of you who are adamant about continually thinking that our natural mind can take a class and learn of God. In that thought in and of itself, it's just ridiculous. (laughs) I can take a class to know God. 
Like, how arrogant is my flesh? How arrogant is you as a teacher going to tell me that I can read a book and take a class to know of God? Who is in me? Who created all things? Who is love? Who Who is life? But my natural, arrogant self is going to take a class to learn about him. So the same book I'm talking about right now, I'm talking about the Bible. Like I said, don't believe me. Do what you need. You have to make the choice. So in all of your readings, when is church mentioned as a building, a place that people go? You can check that out for yourself. I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't in there. The church, even in its mention, is a people. So even if the church of Edifice or the church of Corinth and the church hears and the, and the church speaks and the church has sorrow, and if you just, just look for yourself, it is referring to people. And then the thing is, even in the Bible, it's referring to people who are in a position, like they live in Corinth. They live in, um, what, the Philippians live in Philippi. They, they, that's where they're located at. And so because they're located there, they have been given a name for where they are located at. They didn't run around trying to find a place to go and then say, that's my church. It was a distinction. So as you go forward, not listening to me, but actually listening to the spirit of God that is on the inside of you, talking to Holy Spirit, and naturally you can go look for yourself, not because I'm saying it because it's there. (laughs) You can see it naturally. And then you can see for yourself that church, even in the usage of the Bible, which is a history book that documented everything that took place long before we got here, the mention of the word alone is referring to people. Jesus gave of himself so that the people can know life, can know righteousness. It's never been about a building. There was never an obligation to be connected to a building, never. So in the body, as the many members come together in every part, every person must do their part. We're supposed to be unified in a position where we recognize ourselves, the body of Christ, the literal body of Christ, Jesus being the head over the body, which is the church. On this rock I shall build my church was not a structure that I wanted people to keep coming back to. It was the unifying of spirits to the edifying of his body, that the Father's will will be made known in the earth still through the Son. So the awareness that we have, especially for such a time as this, this is such a great time to get people to do stuff because they don't know what to do. We're so used to doing the same things over and over again that when newness shows up, when transformation transforms, we call it something evil. It's like silence because we don't practice it. But he talks to us in a still, quiet voice. But when silence shows up, we look at it as something evil because we don't practice it. 
So if you practice life, expect life, speak life, think life, your first thought won't be evil because love thinks no evil. Love does not have to think evil because love is God, unconditional, not the agape and the feeling, all that kind of stuff that we like to do and talk about ourselves. I'm talking about my father. This show is about growing up in all things into him who is the head, Jesus fulfilling our assignment in the body, like every part of your body has an assignment. It doesn't have a name and a and a um a name to be an individual. Let me put it that way. It doesn't have a name to be an individual to run off and do its own thing and start its own ministry and draw other people to it. That's called cancer. We're not meant to be cancerous entities running around here trying to fulfill our thoughts and our family and our ministries and our stuff. We're not supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to come together on one accord, one family, one father, one hope, one faith, one baptism, one spirit, one body, one father of all. Just that simple. And when you know that, when you get the little your foundation straight, even in your natural mind, because in your natural mind, if you can grasp the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave his only son to the world so that we who believe receive him as Lord, make him Savior and Lord and vessel of life for us to obey the leading of the Holy Spirit who only says what he hears from the Father, that the Father's will may be made known in the earth. When we truly get to that position of life, we'll enjoy it. Well, I should have me rephrase that. We'll enjoy him. <laughs> we'll enjoy him because Jesus, who is life, who does not change, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So having thoughts of living, then dying, whole, and being sick, those are all natural thoughts from a natural position of fear instead of a God position of his faith. So now we have the opportunity to dominate instead of looking for things to do. Our thing to do is to obey. Our thing to do is to expect that the Father's love is real. His presence is always. His purpose is manifested. Not manifesting, is manifested because he saw, he knew the end at the beginning. He would never set nothing up for himself to fail. <laughs> so since he set it up for us to know life, to enjoy it, and for his family to be unified, it's happened. It's just we who have all the materials to be successful need to obey in order to enjoy that, that which has already been purposed for his glory. Don't rewind that just a little bit, just to kind of catch you up, just to make sure that we are on one accord. We've come into this thing, this purpose of me, myself, and I. We've come into a um, religious entity of things we need to do, prayers we need to pray, fasting we need to do, places we need to go, people we need to be around, certificates and degrees we need to earn. All of these things that we need to do is if Jesus did nothing. 
So if anything, that in and of itself is the insulting thing that always registers with me. Well, daggone it, if I am doing all of this, what has Jesus done? If it is finished and I'm doing something to make it happen, it clearly ain't finished. Or is it? You have to know that. When you get to a position of it is finished, (laughs) finished means done. Finished mean I receive. Finished. So we just need to let finished be finished instead of trying to make it happen, trying to have an excuse for it, trying to have an excuse when things don't look the way we think it should be, when we're not seeing what we think God should be in the earth. So church, body of Christ, Living spirits, family, we need to see that. I can't see that for you. You can't see that for me. But we who see ourselves as one in the sun can see. (laughs) That kind of came together. But that literally is the truth. It is the reality of life in Christ. I cannot make you get it. You can't make me get it. But when we just recognize and just basically you died and your life is hidden in God, you can take the things that you read and you can really see them as being a reality, that I died, my life is hidden in God with Christ and Jesus Christ, who is my life. Like I have none. When he appears, then I can be with him in glory. Right now, the life that I'm living is unto the Father as the Son. There is no life of anyone outside of Jesus. And the fact that the majority have more faith in the enemy of God, which is death, than the son of God, who is life, is insulting. I know I talked a lot about insulting last week. It's like that's the catch word. It's insulting to have more agreement with the enemy of God and hope it work out on the father's side. I hope I live. I hope I stay safe or be saved, not even Stay safe, because if I say stay safe, that means I'm saying you already safe. If I'm saying be safe, that means um, you're not safe. <laughs> you need to get there. Come on, even just the the worldly sayings, we have to catch that. Like life is short and life is hard. His name is Jesus. He's not short or hard. He's eternal, and it can't get no easier than being Jesus, because He and the Father are one. There is no conflict there, because He's chosen. And so we should have no conflict. We have the opportunity to choose as well. Choose ye this day. Who shall you be? Not even just who shall you serve. Who are you going to be? Are you going to be you? Are you going to be Jesus, a member of the body of Christ? Which one? We all get to make that choice. Am I going to fulfill my days in the sun as he is, or I am going to limit and shorten my days in the earth as me? It's the reality of waking up to the truth and being made free. Because you were made free. When we became right, we were made the righteousness of God in the sun. We have right standing. Father God is a shield of favor around the righteous around the righteous. So in that shield and in that favor, 
It's not, why is it not manifesting through us? The us has to be there. You know, we like the words where two or more is, are gathered, he is in the midst. It's not physically standing there holding hands, the spiritual agreement that we have. Our Father is right there. His power being able to work freely has to be through the Son, not through us. So there is no one body, one entity, one thing in your body that just goes off and does its, its own thing. It doesn't work like that. So take a look. Like, don't believe me. Take your own look and see for yourself, especially those who are adamant Bible readers. Go look for yourself just to recognize that the church, the thing that you had to run off to do, your virtual services and all these things that we do. And I'm going to come back around to that. It's people that the Father is equipping. It's not buildings. It's people who are led by his spirit and walk in obedience. It's not just people coming together because of the day of the week. It is just that serious because when you don't recognize that, then you are in idolatry. Idolatry is where you value other people more than you do the spirit of God. It's where you you value things over the leading of the spirit of God. Idolatry is the thing where you can even read why God's name is jealous. His name is jealous because you shall have no other God besides me. So when you make idols, you put Father God on the back burner. And I really don't think you would want to do that. I am very confident that that is not on your, or should not be on your agenda. <laughs> Our assignment has been made sure in the sun. So come on, we got some work to do, and it cannot get done through individuals. It can only get done through the body, through the body. And once again, don't believe me. Take it up with the Father. I'm sorry, let me fix that. Take it up with the Spirit of God. He's on the inside of you. Talk to him. Talk to him. Be quiet. Hear his voice. Listen to his leading. Ask him questions. What is she talking about? What is she talking about? Just ask him. What does that mean that people are the church? And I've been going to this church for 50 years. Matter of fact, my church is 110 years old. So now there's a possession of places and buildings that insult the assignment. For Jesus being the head over the body, which is the church, that means the mind of Christ, is taking us someplace that we're not trying to go because we stuck to buildings. We stuck to certain people instead of stuck to assignments, stuck to the sun, stuck to the leading of the spirit, stuck to life. That's where we need to be, stuck to life. So look it up for yourself. Go and just research the word church, and you'll see that it's referring to people, people groups, never to buildings. Temples are buildings, temples. And in those temples, even in the Bible, they came together to learn of the five, well, not the Sadducees and stuff. They still were talking about themselves. <laughs> but they came together, like we're supposed to come together to get the instructions and then go into the world. Not the world coming to the meetings. We're supposed to have koinonia. We're, we're supposed to come together to find out what we're here to do for the Father, not come together to find out what the Father's going to do for us. This is like an appointment time. I'm sure numbers have been rising when it comes to these virtual institutions where they're taking your money and you're coming together to find out how the God, Lord is going to see us through. 
he's going to see us through and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And no, he's not. He does not work for us. He, if you don't know the fact that he is a shield of favor around the righteous, where faith is a shield, the angel of the Lord is a shield around those who fear God. So when you live in awe and you live in just adoration of who he is, you don't even have the same, I'm going to say fear because we don't have fear, but insight of um, lack, like other people, to even have to ask God. Like if you know he's with you, your father is with you. If you know he is with you, you don't have to ask him to protect you. Those are the kind of things, the little small things where you don't ask him, I'm praying for you, I'm praying for you. You praying for what? I'm asking God to watch over you. No, you're not. Don't curse me like that. Because you got to ask him to watch over me. That means he's not with me. That means he's not a shield of righteousness, I mean, a shield of favor around me. you got to ask him to do something that has already been ordained since I received Jesus' as life and as Lord and as Savior and occupied his body. you got to ask him. I'm looking over here to make sure he keep you safe. What do you mean keep me safe? Who do you think can get past the Father to me in the first place? Who has that? I'm not giving out invitations. <laughs> and if you have given out an invitation, go stamp that thing, return the sender. Do not give out invitations for the enemy to show up and knock your tail out when the Father is right there. We have angels that protect us. We have we are the entity that is here to fulfill his, his will in the earth. You think he is going to fail? The only thing that fails is people who refuse to believe and obey and be led by the Spirit. Holy Spirit, the teacher, cannot say that enough. And he is not teaching you just how wise are you. And the sad thing is he's not teaching you and he's not teaching the people you're listening to how long does this lack of understanding and abundance of foolishness, how deep does it go? And I know I sound foolish, but that's okay. My father is spirit, so we only know him in the spirit by the spirit. If you have no spiritual connection, you don't know him. You just know of a God. You know of things. You don't know him. It's just like saying, you know, President Obama. You, you spend time with them. You know, we go and we vacation in the vineyards, and I, you know, sit at his table, and I've spent quality time. I've seen him in his ups, and I've seen him in his downs. And, and why is he uh, have ups and downs? That's the question you should be asking because it's a steady state in Christ. <laughs> Do you know that? You just know of people. You, if you if you don't have a relationship, that's why it's a beautiful thing when we, the family, come together. We don't have to know each other because once we come into the body of Christ, we're led by the Spirit of God. We have, we've tapped into the mind of Christ. He is never going to get off of the assignment of the Father, never. Our agreement has been made assured long before we knew it. That is just how important it is for us to obey to come together, sight unseen, and just obey. And that obedience starts from the inside out. That agreement starts from the inside out. The purpose of the Father's will to be made known is now. It's not waiting. We're not waiting to see. It's now. And no curse ever is an activator for the Father's will to be made known. 
So before you start catching on to, you know, because of Corona, I was able to do this, and because of the curse, I was able to do that. There's Father God does not need a curse in order for his blessings to be made manifest in the earth. Not at all. There's nothing about our Father's love that calls on evil so that good can be made known. It just sounds right. It's very naturally wrong. It sounds right. The only good thing, that's why it's really good to be able to see things that you've never saw before and make decisions you've never made before, but the opportunity for all of that has always been there. That's the self-assessment time. Like, why have I been living in a vacuum? Why have I been in bondage? Why haven't I even talked to you? That's a self-assessment time. I'm doing things I've never done before now because I don't have a choice. But it's always been available for me to do. Why did I not get out of this routine I've been in for years and years and years expecting people to make me happy and expecting you to work for me? It's self-assessment time, always. When you talk to the Holy Spirit and you ask him for direction and you ask him, you know, questions, then you listen, then you obey. You don't need your agreement. <laughs> Because the truth, he is, the spirit of truth is who he is. He's a beautiful gift, beautiful gift of our Father, beautiful. He's not going to lead us astray, and he's never going to take you through evil just to teach you good. You're going through evil because of those are your choices. You know, that straight and narrow is straight and narrow. It's not like straight and narrow, and then we're going to wind over here for you to get sick. Oh, no, we're going to come back to the straight. Then we're going to wind over here for you to be broke. No, nope. then we're going to give you some money and come back to the straight. Then we're going to celebrate after we get back to the straight. That's just the foolishness of man right there. And when you really see it, you can kind of go through what I just got through saying. And then we'll be like, why was I caught up in thinking like that? God is, our Father is so daggone amazing that when we just get the simple foundation to build upon, right, everything else takes on its proper place. So if you make God love and you make Jesus life and you make the Holy Spirit truth, it's not hard to see yourself in the Son as the Son, the body. The body can't go nowhere without the instructions of the head. He being the head over the body allows you to see clearly. He being the head over the body allows you to hear clearly. So we like to recite faith come by hearing, faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Well, you think the word of God is a book? No wonder you can't hear nothing. Jesus, who is the word, made manifest, who walked this earth. You have to be able to hear through his ears to hear what the Father has to say. Because God is spirit. Everything about him, everything about this assignment is in the spirit. So just grabbing hold of the right foundation to build upon, it makes all the religion foolishness, foolish to be here with the opportunity to know life, to enjoy life, to be a member of the body of Christ, to be Jesus, to be God, and then to settle to be you, to be man, to be a perishing entity, not even self-sustaining. Those are just choices. That's, that's all this is. This is all about choices and just doing a reassessment. Don't believe me. Take it up with Holy Spirit because I know how horrible it is to live in idolatry. Can't tell you nothing because you've been doing it for so long. 
you have so much respect for the people that's doing it with you that you dismiss the God that's on the inside of you. We can't do that. Hey, Christina, I see that Rachel is there. You can bring on, got my speaker on. We can't do that. We have to obey and do it God's way. So I don't know why we thought we were going to make his way our way. So today, while you bring Rochelle on, I'll just say this last thing. Today, we are the body of Christ. It's his body. He's not trying to represent us <laughs> by no means. We're in his body to represent him. Oh, wait a minute. You, uh-oh. Hold on just a minute. Okay. You were talking. I should hear you now. We're here to represent the Father in the Son. As he is, so are we. It's not as we are, so is he. It's as he is. Okay, if you're out there, I cannot hear you. Hey, Christina, look and see if you got somebody in the queue. If so, just bring them in. So church, church, know that that that, that's people. It'll help bring down the fear of people. It'll help raise up the love for the world. He gave. It wasn't the love for an ethnicity. It wasn't the love for a DNA family. It was the love of the create the created thing. All right. Good evening, young lady. How are you? I am well. How are you doing? She's doing great. Good. Yeah, I looked down at the time. No, I'm good. I'm just like, dang, I looked down at the time. You know what I was caught up in. I'm like, oh, no. But I'm glad I caught the last 20 minutes of our conversation uh, around the church. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, um, church. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you um, want to, what would you like to add? Um, well, I'm sure you said such great stuff already, but, um, I guess I just would like to add that, um, I guess it just starts with knowing who you are and how valuable you are in Christ and to really know that God is a spirit. Like once we realize, once I realized that God is a spirit and the church building, became just that a building and it really allowed me to get outside of just how I do church, you know, doing these routines and rituals. And so that is something that I would um, just encourage anybody who is just, you know, wondering like, okay, what is the church? You know, the church, a religion, like it's Christianity, you know, what exactly is or who exactly I should say is the church because it's not a what it's who you know so those are just a few things that I've learned um over the past couple years about the church and it's who I am so I should say that who I am in Christ and um it's been a beautiful beautiful thing so looking for about do church Mm -hmm. like well, I mean, there is doing that's so these are a lot of things that especially being young that we hear all the time, like let's do church together or let's do life together, you know that kind of thing, and so 
I not really, you know, knowing anything. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that sounds right. Like, you know, let's let's do church together. Let's do life together. Whatever those things are supposed to mean. So there isn't such a thing doing church. You just have to be. It's just a being. Because doing is just, it implies just, like, doing things, whether it's, you know, going to Bible study or being a part of X group or all these different things. So, but when you remove all of that, then then who are you? Like, are you just doing it because you're, you think that's what you're supposed to do or it's something that you want to do, you know, so... I think being the church really forces you to just get outside of like these regulations and these boxes and truly just be. <laughs> well, just listening to you, and uh, we always, me and Rachel always have conversations about less words, less words, because <laughs> you do not have to explain yourself. Less words. So just listening to you talk about that as far as doing church or being the church, do you have to explain, can I do Rochelle? What would that mean? No. Or are you Rochelle? I am I Rochelle. I know slang about doing Rochelle. I do know the lang, the slang. But would that even yeah. constitute a conversation? Do we ever have to talk about doing Rochelle? No. So why would we even have to even have a conversation? Like you you were just saying, it's good to just be. Yeah. But why would you even have a conversation about doing church when you know that's who you are? Why right. would that even be a See, the fact that you would even have a conversation about doing church means you don't even know that you And I ain't talking about you, so you sorry. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm learning that. Doing church is yeah. a clear indication you have no idea that you are the church. Right. I think it just. Clear. I, I know. I know. For me, like, I think it was just I just didn't have any awareness. Like, right? I would. Re- I definitely would read that scripture, and just it's black and white, black and white. But because. Every I was still looking to everyone else. This is what everyone else was doing. Nobody was really talking about being the church. Church was always used, always used as a place to go to, always. Like in my just 28 years, well, I'll say 26, like the last couple of years, I really know who I am, that I am the church, we are the church. But before then, it was just like, just like every other, you know, not to compare, Jesus is not comparing himself, but just like church is just being used just like everybody else. So I'm like, all right, well, then what's the difference? There was no difference to me at first, you know, so it does. It shouldn't even entertain a conversation, but I guess before I just, I didn't know. <laughs> no, you didn't. Well, you didn't know because you went to church. <laughs> yeah. So you wouldn't know. <laughs> That's why yeah. I said when I started off the show tonight. So I started off saying, go look in your, especially people who still are avid Bible readers, find church in the Bible when it's talking about a building. There okay. is not in there. 
Every mention okay. of the word church refers to people. Every mention. I'm like really curious. Like, where did we get that from then? Like, Same why? Thing you got spare the rod, spoil your child. Same thing. Spare the rod, spoil your child. And some of y'all still believe that until I'm go look it up. It says, spare the rod, hate your child. What it says. So you never go look for yourself, and you never have to look for yourself because you made these men and women idols. If they said it, it must be true. And you never go mm-hmm. look and see for yourself. And I'm just mm-hmm. using um, the Bible tonight because church is such a great word to point out how you do not pay attention when your natural mind is doing natural things to justify God. Right. You did not learn that from Holy Spirit. You learned that from a person who may or may not have understanding in their natural state. Because if you read it, that's your mind. So when you can read that you can't understand spiritual things with a natural mind, and you're still trying to understand spiritual things with a natural mind, lean into your own understanding. Acknowledging God after you read. <laughs> division I'm sure you talked about that earlier just so much division and so much just like if you don't have a home church you got to have a home church you got to have a, what is that like I never Ooh, really understood that huh? <laughs> got a home church and a vacation church <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like you know just I, <laughs>
Okay, religion tells you to think about you. Oh, I'm missing church. I'm missing out. The spirit of God, right. not for the world, he gave. The spiritual thought is it's an opportunity for me to meet new people, for me to be a right. to new people, for me to family with strangers. Right. So he's flowing mm-hmm. outward. Religion keeps mm-hmm. you flowing inward. Anyway, go on. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks for Thanks for breaking that down. But essentially that's what it was like, right? And now, but now that's what, that's why, that's why I feel more, that's why I feel free. Now you feel, that's why I am free. That's why I am free because I don't see like this limitation of like, okay, because I'm not going to this place, I'm not getting my word or I'm not like being nourished or I'm not, you know, just all these, in a way, like I used to be scared, like, you know, just what am I, you know, if I'm not going to Bible study, if I'm not doing all these things, like, I'm not going to grow, you know, and it was just, like, wrong. Now that I see, it was just backwards. It's really wrong, and that yeah, was well, that's a great opportunity. But that's still just the pathetic thinking of who we think God is. We think he is a mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And so we think in his manly state, he has no capacity to assist me unless I do something. Mm-hmm. And if I do not do anything, then he is going to be upset with me, and I will not be able to grow, mm-hmm. and it's always going to be about me. We think mm-hmm. he's a man. Yeah, we keep forgetting mm-hmm. about our father who gave to this world that hated him. <laughs> We forgot yeah. our father who was at rest. We also forgot our father who made life available to everybody. And he is not out here blessing some and cursing others. Yeah. Helping you dismissing me. Giving me a job and taking yours away. Making you ill and making me whole. Or making me anything. He ain't doing none of that. These are all choices. Choices. <laughs> choices. And that's Somebody, that's what I yeah, yeah <laughs> I was going to ask I don't know I was just going to ask that because like as you were talking and I was going to ask like so what is that just choices because you know how God you know I don't know if we had a specific show about just you know that God is sovereign and he can do what he wants to do you know that kind of thing and I never really that's understood that talking. huh I said that's man's thinking we like saying that. He's sovereign. He can do what he want to do. That would never be on this show because God ain't doing nothing. He's no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I'm saying bringing up the conversation about it, but uh, like just as a topic, you know, the sovereignty <laughs> of God, is that true? Where we get that from, like, you know. But... That'd be a good show for now. <laughs> won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yeah. No, right. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not doing he You know, it's just a thought of him working for us Is what? So insulting Like, who are you? Think I work for you right. Like, Jesus Jesus becoming a Taking on a curse for us to be blessed Taking on sin For us to know righteousness Conquering over death For us to know life Becoming a man For us to have an example Yet God and we're like, that wasn't enough. <laughs> I need to participate. I need to do something. Because mm-hmm. I need to do something to get God to do something. Because when you think well, you about know, it, because you do something, you're pimping them to, get, to do something. Yeah. It's not just because, it's not just because 
not just because you're truly like worshiping God or, you know, it's because you expect something um, in return. It's typical. You know, I mean, <laughs> hmm? go on. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but like going back to the whole working thing, like, you know, I think just because we naturally reason, you know, and God works everything out for the good, like we just think, we think of works like God is working something, he's always doing something. God yeah, works everything for the good of those who, you know, love him and call according to perfect purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They messed that whole scripture all the way up, though. <laughs> yeah. They just went jumped in straight to that little scripture right there. They forgot the part above it that talks about interceding. And interceding is you interceding for somebody else and it's according to his will. And then doing the good afterwards, it says to all who love him and who are called according to his name. So love mm-hmm. means obedience. If you love me, keep my commands. If you're not keeping his simple command to obey his spirit, he ain't talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I done heard that back on scripture misused so many times. People uh, be transitioning and they'll use that scripture. There's nothing good about transitioning. You don't have no right. more choices. If you didn't choose right in the first place, oh, it's over. <laughs> anyway, yes, it's a lot out there. That's why it is. just the reading of the scriptures alone is an indication. Like, where's Holy Spirit? You talk to him. Holy yeah. Spirit ain't never going to give you no scripture. He'd be dummying down his connection to life, to, to the word, by giving you something written to recite because your natural mind had to comprehend something written. What is God saying today? Like, does he, he definitely does not have Alzheimer's or dementia. So he's not repeating himself and repeating himself and repeating himself and has run out of words to say after 66 book Bibles, I mean, books of a Bible. Like, he has nothing else to say. There's nothing more that we're supposed to do. There's no greater assignment than that which was and has already taken place. It's just convenient for the natural mind to think it knows everything. But it is insulting (laughs) to our Father who has allowed us to manifest his will in the earth. It's like Mm -hmm. Apple is God because Apple is evolving. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> but the people of God is stationary, waiting for yeah. a new book to come out. Yeah, or just saying, "Oh, I was just waiting to waiting for the Lord to come back." <laughs> I'm waiting for a just like, of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, that's when we come together and we have these conversations and not to be sarcastic like Rochelle. <laughs> but no, literally, we're supposed to come together. I see you got one minute. We're supposed to come together and we're supposed to have Kononia and we're supposed to talk. And what revelation are you hearing? You know, how is the God, God, Father God unifying us to get his purpose fulfilled in the earth? The, yeah. the conversation and the information we receive has to be to fulfill the Father's will. It's not to pay your bills and to protect you from corona and all these natural things. Let's, let the world worry about that. We can't set our mind on things above and our, all our conversations is about things of this world. Because mm. that's not the focus mm. of God. He knows fools live down here. They're supposed to do foolish things because they don't have a choice but to perish unless they choose his son as Lord and Savior. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's 10 o'clock. You got anything real quick you need to say before we get up out of here? 
want to be the church, church, be the church. And I will say also, manifest the church. church. Be black. Be black, Rochelle. Be black. Be a female. Be a female. (laughs) No, it's manifest the goodness that's on the inside of you. (laughs) Yeah. All right, then I appreciate you. Appreciate you. And appreciate you too, Christina. And those of you who are listening to the Rosa Sharon Show on the Survival Radio Christian Network, we will do this again next week. Have a wonderfully amazing and prosperous week. Tune in next Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time for more of the Rose of Sharon Show with our host, Sharon Green, on the Survival Radio Christian Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.